Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my beautiful listeners? Welcome back to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. So excited to deliver yet a super empowering and transformative episode. It's interesting because I actually started to record this episode. And do you want to know what happened? The power went out. And I mean, I'm guessing they're working on the power line or something in my subdivision because... That literally never, ever, ever happens. I am blessed to be able to say that power outages are not something that are normal where I live. But anyway, so I am starting over because you know what? I'm not going to let that discourage me because I believe that that it was actually confirmation, if anything, that I need to do my job, my duty and show up for all of you and deliver this very important message. So in this episode, I'm going to be providing you with a solid dose of tough love, and I will be stepping on a couple of toes. Might even walk on your friends and your mama's toes too while I'm at it. But please understand that this comes from a place of deep appreciation for all of you. And because I'm just fueled and fulfilled by seeing all of you win, be successful, hear about your transformation stories, hear about how my messages or any advice that you took out of my content on Instagram, TikTok, or on Facebook has somehow been helping you transform and crush your goals and feel better, right? That's all that I'm about. So today, I want to deliver this tough love, me- tough love message when it comes to your lack of boundaries. And This is really important because I see this all the time with my new clients coming into my coaching program and having to identify with them where those boundaries are lacking. Where do we need to insert new boundaries? And a lot of times, so don't discredit this, but people are not realizing, a lot of you are not realizing that there are boundaries that are missing. That is the lack of these boundaries that actually is explaining why you're still stuck on this emotional roller coaster journey with weight loss. Why your relationship with weight loss has been so tumultuous, up and down, on and off, you know, all of it, stop and go. And I know that if you're listening to this, it is your deepest desire to overcome that once and for all, right? Exit that crazy hamster wheel, really be successful on this journey once and for all and solve the problems that you've had permanently. I know that's what you want and I know that that's why you're here. So we're going to be diving into, you know, how lack of boundaries is basically causing that cycle to continue and it's allowing it to continue and persist and hold you back. So before we dive into that, I have an ask of you. Please share the podcast. Share it on your stories. Share it on your Facebook wall. 
share it via email, send a link to a friend. I do get a lot of messages from y'all or I have consultation calls. And then I find out that, oh, someone shared a podcast with you. And that's how you ended up on the call with me. So I think that that's so powerful. But my intention behind asking all of you to share my podcast as much as possible is simply because if you're here, then it means that you're getting value. It means that what I say and how I say the say it, the messages I'm delivering, they're making a difference in your life. So we want to make sure that we're always allowing those tr- things to trickle down to all the other people that we love and we care about, the people that we work with. Who, you know what? Honestly, even if it's somebody that you don't care about, even if it's somebody that you don't like, you might still want to share the podcast with them. Who knows what that can do for that person, right? So that is my big ask of you today is share this podcast as much as possible. And along with that, I am asking you that you help me continue to grow my podcast so that it gets in front of a larger audience and more women who need to hear these messages. And I'm doing that organically. So it helps me a lot if you would take the time to give the podcast a five-star rating and drop a review along with obviously continuing to share it with your people, your friends, your family members, your coworkers, your congregation members, right? At your church, et cetera. So boundaries, what are boundaries? Well, simply put, it's a line that we draw, right? So we pause, we stop and we say, hey, right here, I need to insert a boundary. So we draw a line right there. And those lines that we're drawing are always based on a certain principle. That's literally, if I had to just give you a definition of a bound of drawing boundaries, what that is, it's drawing certain lines. It's a line that we draw and we draw that line based on a principle. That principle is basically direct directing and dictating our actions, and our behaviors. And that's why we come to a conclusion that, hey, I need to draw a line here. So. I'm going to give you the example because this like literally just happened this week, but I'm going to give you an example of one of my clients who is a super go-getter, career-oriented, extremely successful woman who runs a team. She obviously, there's a lot of demand and a lot of pressure on her, a lot of responsibilities on her shoulders, but she is a performer. She is a go-getter. She is all about her career. Okay. And she is excellent at it. She is so good. She's so smart. She's brilliant. She's bright. I can't say enough of her. Okay. And in this very demanding career, she has also lost lost herself in that and all of those demands and the obligations, all the things that have been required of her. And so her work days, when she first came to me, this is literally one of the things I picked up on our weight loss consultation. And by the way, a lot of times you ladies are out here not even recognizing that you're lacking boundaries or not recognizing that, hey, this right here, this is a space right here that needs to have a boundary. So that is also why the work that I do is so powerful because with a lot of my clients, even just in the consultation call, which has nothing to do per se with starting the program or onboarding you, but I take the time to dissect everything that is that you tell me. And I have a tendency to recognize in that initial consultation call. So before you even become a client, oh, we got some boundaries that are missing here. We need to insert boundaries in place X, Y, Z. And so that happened with this particular client. So she started to break down what a workday looked like and how much 
stress she had and, and responsibilities and duties and obligations and how many people she's overseeing and all this stuff. And when she was done, I said, okay, I need you to take a deep breath, like a deep belly breath. Let this all go for a second. And I said to her, you know, maybe, maybe you've been living on autopilot. Maybe you haven't even been seeing or recognizing this as a thing. But I think that part of your issue when it comes to not losing this weight, never finding a permanent solution, is directly attached to the fact that you are lacking some serious boundaries when it comes to pouring back into yourself, taking better care of yourself and stepping and taking a step back from your highly stressful and extremely demanding job. And she was like, whoa, never, never really thought about that. And she kept saying how she doesn't understand how she can't nail the weight loss piece and the fitness piece because she's so bright and she's so intelligent. She's so smart. She's so driven. She's so goal oriented. And she is so successful in her career. Why is it that I can't just figure out what to do and how to do it in a way that's not exhausting, that keeps me consistent, that gets me good results when it comes to this health and wellness part? And I said, well, when we lack boundaries in our everyday life, we are so mentally drained and exhausted that it's no wonder that we can't really figure out what we can do and how to do it consistently and sustainably when it comes to our health, wellness, fitness, weight loss portion of our lives. That's exactly what was happening here. So the lack of boundaries with her started to affect her so much to the point where she couldn't even think or see clearly anymore because she was so overwhelmed and her mind was just bogged down 24-7, right? So in the first 30 days of us working together, not only did she lose a significant amount of weight, she started to regain energy levels that she thought were just gone forever. No lie. She started to just, you know, talk to me about how she had more confidence and how she never, she had not worn this specific outfit in so many years. She hadn't done this or that in terms of activities. She's just like feeling lighter and like more clarity and more space to breathe. And let me tell y'all what one of the very first boundaries are, because we, we did work on more than one boundary. And now we're like working on more. But the very first boundary here that she really set changed the entire direction of this journey for her in just the first month, game changer in her life is literally the fact that I said to her, you are lacking boundaries when it comes to how you're operating, how you're attacking, how you're dealing with a workday. So her workdays consist of approximately 10, sometimes plus hours of her literally her butt glued to the seat, working at her desk staring at this computer for an entire uninterrupted 10 or plus hours per freaking workday. And so what happened is dehydrated because she's not drinking water, because she's too busy sucked into the computer, right? Between emails and meetings and projects and whatever else, directing, delegating, supervising, overseeing, all of that. And then what happened too is that there were no meals. So all the meals were being skipped because obviously you're sucked into your computer. How would you even worry 
or get a chance to think about meals, yet alone consume them, right? And then there was like the lack of mobility. So she noticed how she had become so stiff and like physically rigid, like started having all these aches and pains and just just slowing down and just struggling with like everyday things that she had never struggled with before. And maybe you can relate to this. By the way, if you can relate to anything that I am discussing in this particular episode, I want you to send me a DM either on Instagram at Anna underscore J-A-E-F-I-T, Anna underscore J-Fit, or on Facebook at Anna J-Fit. I want you to send me a DM and tell me which part of this episode do you resonate with? Which part of this client's journey, struggles, lack of boundaries, or newfound boundaries do you, can you relate with? Can you relate to, right? And the reason why I'm asking you to DM me specifically about what I'm discussing in this episode is because I want to be in the DMs and be able to help you identify which boundary could right, right now in this particular moment of time could unlock the next level version of you if we just went and inserted it, insert the right boundary in the right place so it's it makes sense and it unlocks that next level you, which is like you 25 pounds lighter, you exiting the yo-yo dieting cycle for good and being 50 pounds lighter, you reversing your pre-diabetes, your high cholesterol levels, going to the beach and feeling sexy because for the first time you don't have to wear cover-ups right? Whatever that next level you is. DM me on Instagram at Anna underscore J-A-E-F-I-T or find me on Facebook and DM me at Anna J Fit. I want to hear from you. I will sit there and help you identify where, where where the lacking boundary is. What is that boundary that's missing, that's lacking? And I will help you insert it where it needs to be inserted so that you can unlock the next level you. So back to my client, the boundary here was, okay, honey, so you can no longer operate in this way. And the boundary, so the line that we're about to draw is, that is your career, that is your job, but you can't show up as the best version of yourself as the manager, the professional, the woman, the whatever that you are if you continue to live in this way. So the line that we're drawing here was you need to, throughout this 10-hour workday, find ways to pour back into your own cup, whether it's a bottle of water, whether it's two minutes of stretching, whether it's five minutes of walking around the block once and then come back to your computer, whether it's preparing an actual breakfast and eating it versus starving the entire day. So, and this line then was actively drawn and I helped her draw that line based on her accepting the principle here. And the principle here is, okay, I need to prioritize my body. I need to prioritize my health. I need to prioritize my sanity. And because I value my job and my career and the people who depend and rely on me so much, and because I love what I do career-wise, I also want to be the best at what I do and show up as the best version of me for those people. So these are the principles 
that basically dictated her being okay with drawing this new line. I hope that this is making sense because this has the power to really shift everything for you. It was her accepting this as her newfound principle, right? So understand that because we can't just walk around and be like, oh, I'm drawing boundaries. Oh, I'm drawing the lines. Here, here's where I'm drawing the line. Okay, new boundary right here. But then the problem is we're still not going to be really respecting those boundaries. We're still not going to really impl- implement them or teach other people to respect these new boundaries of ours if we're not really clear on the principle behind them. You get what I'm saying? So, so that's why I'm specifying that this work right here was a little bit deeper than just, we're going to go ahead and set this, this, the tactical part, right? The tactical part was you're going to go ahead and set time on your phone for every two hours. And so she has like an alarm that goes off every two hours on her phone. And this is the boundary. This is the boundary that we inserted. So every two hours, she knows it's time for water. It's time for food. It's time for something that is related to mobility. So stretching, walking around, doing a couple of jumping jacks, a couple of squats at her desk. That every two hours, that alarm is literally the reminder to my client that, hey, you are worthy. Hey, it's time to pour back into your cup. Hey, a little, a little moment for your body. Hey, a little gift. Boom, right here. An opportunity for you to gift yourself something that is important, valuable. And that this is all based on, so these are the behaviors. This is the practical part that we changed. This is the reflection of this new boundaries, the new line that we drew here. And all of it is founded and rooted in the principle that my client said, enough is enough. If I want to change how I'm living, if I want a different lifestyle, if I finally want, you know, improved health and wellness levels, I want to reverse my high cholesterol. I do not want to go down the road that my parents have been going down and other relatives. I do not want to be old and sick and hooked on a bunch of medications and not have mobility and not be active. No, that will not be my story. And I'm determined to lose these 50 pounds. That becomes then the principle. These are my priorities. These right here are my priorities now. This is the principle. I will be pouring back into myself. I will be pouring back into those buckets. I will be pouring back into my cup so that all of what I just mentioned, all of what I just listed, because those are her priorities that came out of her mouth, by the way, so that I can help her achieve that. Right. But the tactical boundary with her, because based on what I identified with her lifestyle, it was okay. Here's what we're going to li- draw the line. Every two hours, it's time for you. And I don't care if that's, and, and when you think about this, 60 seconds, if you took one minute every two hours during your workday, one minute, right? So this is like for y'all, the, the high achieving women who are like, I cannot leave my, my desktop. It's a lot of y'all, by the way. And I'm not talking about call center jobs. That's, you know, I understand that that's different because you're hooked on the phone. You got to keep answering phones. And obviously you're not going to be smacking, right? If you want to, if you maintain some kind of level of 
professionalism, then you're not going to be on a customer service call smacking. I understand that. But I'm sorry. Most of my clients are working sedentary jobs, whether at home or in an office setting. And most of them are not working call center jobs. They're not hooked to the phone, but all of them have these like seem to have these attributes and behaviors, all of that kind of very are very similar. So for even if you thought about it this way, like every two hours, I'm taking 60 seconds to pour back into into me. 60 seconds for me. I mean, what's one minute? But it makes a big difference when you're working at a desk for 10 hours, pouring nothing into your own cup and giving every single thing you got to other people. You're depleted. By the end of your shift, you've got nothing left for yourself, right? And so this is these are this is an example, like real life example of a client where I'm like, okay, this is what drawing certain lines. This is how it empowers people. This is why setting boundaries, identifying where we need boundaries, inserting them right there, and then respecting those boundaries and teaching other people by being real firm that this is not flexible. This is not negotiable. These are the boundaries, right? I promise you, with every single woman I have coached on her fitness and weight loss journey in the last 10 plus years of me being in this industry, every single client I have worked with in those 10 years had or struggled with lack, a lack of boundaries. I can give you other examples. I've had other clients where their lack of boundaries showed up directly in them just sacrificing themselves and their own well-being and their goals and them reaching these next, this next level on their weight loss and fitness journey by always by being fucking people pleasers. That's it. But by being people pleasers. And so it's like, okay, but, but I didn't make it to the gym because my, one of my friends called me and she needed me because she had something going on with her, her toxic partner. They've been going at it for the last, God knows, five, five plus years, toxic back and forth. But she's my friend. So she called me and she, you know, they had an argument and she was going through and she was crying. So I ended up taking care of her. And then I missed my session at the gym. People pleasing, especially in the context of this is a friend of yours, but how good is that friend really to you? Number one. Secondly, this friend is the friend that always has a fucking problem. This is the friend who's always calling you wanting something, but never giving you anything. This is also the friend who's always stuck in some toxic relationship and takes her toxicity over to you and your backyard. So people pleasing. People pleasing is a great, that is a great sign or symptom of a woman who does not have proper boundaries, right? It's continuing to put other people's needs above your own and it's, and the inability of saying, no, I cannot do that today because today is Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, I spend an entire hour at the gym, me, myself, and I, because that's what my body and my mental and emotional health 
need. Those are boundaries. We can talk about the lack of boundaries with your children. I see clients do this all the time. But coach, but coach, my problem is, my struggle is that everybody in my, all the kids in my household, they want to eat different things. And no one wants to eat these vegetables and this and that and everything else. And they only want snacks. And sometimes I've had this conversation where I've had to ask a client, do do you run your household or do your children run your household? Because let me give y'all some examples of this in my own household as a single mom of two children. I've been raising them for the majority of their lives by myself. And my children don't run my household. I run my household. So yes, of course, children, I mean, every person is a different entity. So everyone has different taste buds and preferences when it comes to foods and things like that. But I run my household. I am the one that spends money on groceries. My children don't dictate that. They don't make those decisions. They can tell me, mom, I really don't like shrimp. Okay. And I'll see what I can do. But Am I only going to allow pizza into my home and McDonald's and Taco Bell and I'm going to have a pantry full of fruit snacks and Oreos because that's those are the only things that my children are willing to eat? And then I'm going to use that, my lack of boundaries and my people-pleasing, which in this case is my children-pleasing habits. Now I'm going to use that to justify and excuse why I'm still not losing weight or why I go on a new diet on Monday and I'm done with that diet by Thursday morning because I have all this shit that tempts me inside of my home because I am giving into the demands of a 17-year-old and an 11-year-old and a four-year-old. I mean, let's get real. So I've literally had to have these conversations with clients of mine about setting boundaries, drawing the line. Also, when it comes to our children. And I know that a lot of people don't really want to look at that or they don't really want to address that or it's a sensitive topic and they're like, oh yeah, but I mean, they're my kids. And please understand that I'm never telling any of my clients how to parent. I never would do that. And I'm not telling you in this episode how to parent your kids. But what I am telling you is that it is literally the lack of boundaries in your life that explains why you are still stuck on the hamster wheel. And this statement right here should really trigger you. Take a moment, sit down, put this on pause if you need to. Literally pull out your journal, a notebook, something, pen and paper in your car. And think back on how the last couple months, the last couple years, maybe the last decade even has been going for you. Is there a pattern somewhere there of you allowing things to continue to happen, to continue to be done in your environment, in your household, things that people are doing to you in a sense, right? Or doing around you. Are there things that you're continuing to allow in your career, in your job, in your friendships, in your relationships 
that are really in some way explaining why weight loss is still such a struggle for you. Right? I mean, I've really, like, that's why I'm pausing because I think that this is deep. I think this is really deep and I want you to recognize that and I want you to go and do that deep work. Because as I said earlier, a lot, a big part of my weight loss and mindset coaching work with my clients is me identifying the red flags, the opportunities, the places where, oh, we're missing a boundary here. I'm never telling any of my clients, you need to do this right here, right there. But this is how we start the conversations. It's like, hey, okay, so so you're working 10 hours at your desk. You're strapped to your, glued to your chair, and your face is laser focused into this computer for an entire 10 hours. Is, is that absolutely necessary? Is there maybe a way that you could remove yourself from your computer more frequently throughout your work shift to pour back into yourself, which then would ensure that you get better results long-term, which leads to better quality of life, which then also translates to a better performance and being an even better manager. Just saying. So then it starts to get the wheels spinning, right? Then you start thinking, hmm, I mean, what you're saying kind of, it does make sense. I see what you're saying because yeah, you're right. I'm sitting here for 10 hours. I don't have any boundaries. My job is controlling me. My career is taking over my entire freaking life to the point where my body is crumbling and falling apart. My health is taking a toll mentally and emotionally too, by the way, because it's a tripod. Like if you're, if the physical isn't right, honey, then the mental and the emotional is like right behind. It's all connected. But I get my clients to start thinking differently about those things. And then they start to see, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. That makes sense. That's really valid. Okay. And then they, they'll come back and then they'll ask, well, what's like, how do you think that I can change that? What do you think that I could be doing differently here to make that work? See, I'm not a drill sergeant and I don't believe in dictatorships. When it comes to my clients, we partners. We're partners in crime. We like it's teamwork. And so I'm literally using this podcast episode right here to walk you through that exact same process to do this little teamwork piece together. So based on this conversation here, really sit down and look at your lifestyle. Look at how much of yourself you're constantly giving to others. Is it possible that there are areas in your life where there needs to be a little bit more, either a little bit more firm boundaries or you just don't have boundaries at all and it's time to start inserting one boundary at a time. It could be, I have another one if you want another example. And this is one that applied to me. So I have to make sure that I get proper rest. I am the type of person that does not do great at all. And I'm also not very pleasant or very productive. And then I'm, and then I'm just bitching and whining and complaining if I get less than eight hours of sleep. And I've been like that for a number of years now. So this is a thing for me. And so I understand that about myself. And I'm not going to jeopardize my health because then me missing out on my sleep directly affects my energy levels. 
And then when it affects my energy levels negatively, you know what happens? I'm not working out. I'm not walking 13,000 steps. I'm not going to be cooking and prepping meals because now I'm starting to go and get some takeout because fuck it, I don't have the energy to cook. And all of it basically traces back to the fact that I didn't sleep my eight hours. It literally happens like that in my every single day. So I sat back at some point in my life, at some point on this journey and realized, wait a second. I need to ensure no matter what that I'm getting eight hours of sleep because I've noticed how it trickles down into all these other facets and all these other activities and behaviors of mine and it impacts all of them negatively, which then compound effect after a couple of days, after a couple of weeks, after a couple of months of doing that bullshit, what happens? Well, the scale goes back up. How do I fix that permanently so that the scale does not go back up? Oh, I know. I stick with the non-negotiables. And this was based on a boundary. And the boundary was, if I have to make sure that I sleep eight hours every single night, no matter what, one of the boundaries needs to be, I cannot be talking to anybody. I'm not entertaining anyone. I'm not solving anyone's problems. I'm not coaching anyone in the DMs on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, past my business hours. So... It's very rare that I would have had a conversation with you past like 6 or 7 p.m. Like, I, I'm not doing that. And it's because I have to have, allow myself enough time to focus on my children, my family life, prep my, my dinner, you know, do my evening walk, do the things that I need to do for me. But then also for my brain to disconnect from work, disconnect from the business, disconnect from fitness, disconnect from coaching everybody. And start to wind down, relax. Go within, be in the moment so that I can have that eight hours of good rest and good sleep. Another boundary was basically making sure I log out of all of my apps and I have a sleep, like I have a focus, a sleep, a work, all those different schedules. I have an iPhone scheduled on both of my iPhones. So to make sure that the screen collaborates, There's no notifications. If someone's DMing me and asking me about my weight loss coaching program, I'm not aware until I log back in the next morning. Those are boundaries. And I could have said, oh, no, but I don't want to miss an opportunity to potentially talk to somebody. And and what if someone needs me? What if someone realized at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday night then now is the time to reach out to me and become a client of mine because they want to prioritize their weight loss. Oh my God, I'm going to miss an opportunity to coach that person. And I had to move away from that thought process. No, boundaries. If that person is meant for me to coach, if that woman is really serious about her commitment to herself, if she is for real about how fed up she is and she does not want to live like that anymore, She will still be willing to talk to me and she'll still be as excited, as committed, as serious the next day when I'm logging back in during my normal business hours. Boundaries. I had to draw that line even when it felt hard and potentially uncomfortable and unpleasant, but because it was founded on the principle of I have to prioritize my body, my health, my sanity. I have to be the best coach that I can possibly be. 
And the more I pour back into myself and the more I have solid boundaries, the better I can do that. So that's another example for you, right? Social life. No matter what my friends have going on, no matter what anyone has going on, that sounds super exciting, might be the fun, the, the most fun, all white, drunk ass party at the beach or at the pool or I don't know, whatever this summer. If it happens to be between a Monday and a Thursday evening, shit, even during the day, well, I won't be there because boundaries, y'all are not going to interfere with my sleep. I love all of y'all and everything. And that's wonderful. That's cool. But my ass is in the bed. Like nine, nine-ish, 10, it's a wrap. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Sorry. I'm working. First of all, weekdays, I'm working. That's a given for me. Those are the, the, those are the schedules that I'm following. These are my non-negotiables and I'm drawing the line. I need to sleep eight hours per night. So hence, I'm not going to be partying with nobody. And certainly not on a weeknight. Boundaries. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not a people pleaser. (laughs) That's for sure. But believe me when I tell you that there was a time in my life where I was most definitely a people pleaser. I had a very hard time telling people no because I was always afraid that people would stop loving me, that they would stop liking me, that they would think differently of me, that they would not want to have anything to do with me, that I would potentially lose them and whatever other crazy ass ridiculous fears and worries and anxieties I had in my head. Eventually, I I realized a couple of things about life and I understood that, you know what? I have to prioritize my well-being and myself at all times, all day, every single day. And it is not selfish. Number one, I deserve that because if I can't love and respect myself properly, how the hell can I go out there and love and respect anybody else properly? It starts with the relationship that you have with yourself. I put myself on the pedestal. I do any and everything for me first. It's all about self-love, self-respect, self-care, because I am nurturing my relationship with myself above and beyond so that I can make sure that when I leave my home or when I record a podcast or when I talk to you in my DMs or when I have a weight loss call with you or whatever it is, a weight loss consultation call with you, that I am showing up as the best version of me for our relationship to be the healthiest, for me to respect you and care for you and serve you, right? And be the just the healthiest, most balanced person I can probably possibly be for you. So if you are still on this crazy ass hamster wheel, if you're still still following the same trend, the same cycle, the same patterns for these last couple of months and years of losing 10 pounds, regaining 15, never, never sticking with anything long enough, constantly falling off. The inconsistency by now is like your middle name, okay? And you're so tired of living that way. You want to solve these problems permanently. Then One of the key answers here, one of the key skills and tools I am, I am, you know, giving you here or triggering you here to work on is identify, number one, identifying where, where boundaries are missing in your life. So an example of my client, one of the boundaries that was definitely missing was you're working 10 hours straight 
not taking any breaks, sucked into a computer, glued to your desk. And there's obviously in this, these 10 hours, there's a couple of boundaries that I'm missing, right? So number one is for you to sit there and try to identify where in your life are you giving too much of yourself, too much of your time, too much of your resources, too much of your energy, right? Where in your life are you just overgiving and doing too much and it's costing you and your success on your weight loss journey? That's where a boundary needs to be inserted. The second thing here that I want to challenge you to do is, did you maybe already have, because I want to make sure I don't forget this, but did you maybe already have certain boundaries? Did you maybe at some point already come up with certain boundaries? So for example, okay, I'm going to practice saying, I'm going to start saying no to people a lot more because I'm just, I'm just overextending myself all the time. And then I end up super stressed and now I have time to go to the gym and then I'm stress eating and I'm going back down this vicious, vicious circle. Cycle rather. So sometimes I hear people say that, like, yeah. And so I got to that point where I said I'm not doing it anymore. And then, you know, I kind of had, I kind of had like a vague commitment to to insert a boundary or, you know, draw a line somewhere. But then I didn't respect that. Then I fell off. I didn't respect that anymore. And so this is the second thing that I want to make sure I'm touching on here. It's like, it's not just about, hey, where do we need to insert a boundary? And what type of boundary do we need to insert here? Like tangibly, tactically speaking, what can we do differently here? But we have to draw the line. Where do we draw it? And when, and then how do we draw this line and how does your behavior change? But the other thing is, did you try something along those lines before and it failed because you did not really implement, you did not really respect this boundary. You didn't really tell people, no, 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 nope. No, see, in, in, in this new month, I don't know, let's say, no, it's, it's June. I said in June, I am saying no a lot more. I'm not taking on all these projects. And then what happened? Did your people-pleasing urge take back over three days later when like somebody asked you to help them with yet another project and you were like, oh yeah, okay, sure. I'll do that. No problem. Oh yeah. I, I was so happy to help you with that. And then you went back home and you're like, fuck. I just said that during the month of June, I was not going to do that anymore, right? So these are the things to think about here because the bottom line is I saw it in myself when I reflect back on my tumultuous weight loss journey and the many, 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 many times I failed over and over and over again, it was literally related to the fact that I did not have any clear fucking boundaries. And I think that I didn't even really understand what that meant. I have a very different understanding today of drawing the line in more than one area of my life and holding myself accountable into that standard where I'm respecting my own fucking boundaries. And even more so, I'm going to let y'all know where my boundaries are and y'all going to respect them. So remember to go hit me up on Instagram at Anna underscore jfit, that's J-A-E-F-I-T, right? Or on Facebook, and I want you to DM me and tell me, hey, coach, I listened to that episode about lack of boundaries, and oh my God, you spoke to my soul. This is exactly what I needed to hear. I think that I have an issue with identifying what boundaries I need, where do I need to insert them in order to be successful on this weight loss journey. That's 
or however you want to word this, but I want to hear from you because I want to sit there, no lie, I want to sit there and try to help you figure out what needs to be done differently and then walk you through how to do that when it comes to the boundaries because that's going to be a game changer in your life. So as always, my beautiful ladies, remember to keep a smile on your face, spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.